What's going on, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. And yes, I am finally back, and wow, what a time for my return to the podcasting world as Austin Stroop and I give our predictions for WrestleMania 36. Don't go anywhere, it's coming up. Listen, welcome back to the uh, first episode and of Connor Knows Wrestling in a while. And today we're giving our, uh, I'm joined by Elster Stroop, and today we're giving our WrestleMania 36 uh, preview and predictions. Austin, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Doesn't feel like it's going to be WrestleMania tomorrow, I gotta say. Yeah, uh, we are on episode 41 of the Gone Nose Wrestling Podcast, and uh, we're going to give our preview and predictions for WrestleMania 36. Uh, a very, let me rephrase that, a WrestleMania that will go down, excuse me, down in history is definitely the weirdest uh, WrestleMania of all time, given the, given the circumstances, because of the fact that it's in a performance center with uh, no crowd. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the match card here. First match on the card, uh, well, the card I'm looking at is for the Women's Tag Team Championships. The Kabaki Warriors will be defending against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Austin, I'll let you go first. Right, so let me start this off with saying, why is Alexa, not Alexa Bliss, why is Asuka and Kyrie Sane the tag team? Kyrie Sane, phenomenal in-ring solo worker. Asuka in the ring, phenomenal solo worker. Why are they together and not in singles? I think the fact that they are just thrown together, just what, because they're Asian, is completely stupid. And so, in the dream scenario, I'd want Alexa and Nikki to win. So, um, you know, Asuka and Kyrie can go their separate ways. Um, I think that's the way they're going to do it, because at this point, what big WrestleMania moments are there going to be? They're going to be swapping titles just to swap titles, you know. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I remember a few months ago when our biggest concern about WrestleMania 36 is whether or not Kyrie Sane was going to get her uh, ship entrance. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man. How far we have come. How far we have fallen. Hey, mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, for rephrasing that for me, so go ahead. Uh, who's your pick? Yeah, it's going to be Alexa Bliss slash uh, Nikki Cross. Also, their official tag team name is, what was it? It was like Bliss Cross Applesauce. Nobody knows. No, Nobody, nobody knows. Yeah. Um, just like this match in the women's tag division as a whole, uh, this WrestleMania card looks pretty thrown together. Uh, I don't know, but I'm just going to go ahead and give my prediction. Kubaki Warriors to retain. Uh, did you give your prediction? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have a love triangle. Remember when they tried, tried this with Rusev, Ron, and Bobby Lashley? Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. 
Right, right. Yep. I thought they're gonna. I thought yeah. they're gonna stretch out Rusev versus Lashley until uh, this WrestleMania, but no, they just threw it away on a random Raw. Well, you saw you saw the reaction that that storyline was getting. It was getting better though, and I think you know having a blow off match is better than just wasting everyone's time. You know what I mean? The undercard for this just feels like a episode of Raw or SmackDown. Right. We're getting, jeez, uh, uh, we're getting Dolph Ziggler versus Otis in this match. And I got to say, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking there's no way Otis wins this match. I'm thinking they're just going <laughs> to pull the rug out from under him. And uh, they're going to have their big, sad moment. I think Tucker's going to turn on him. Mm-hmm. Well, the direction that it looks like they have been going is they're doing Dolph Ziggler and Sonya Deville versus Otis and Mandy Rose, which I hope that's not the case. But it's looking like it. And... Uh... Dolph Ziggler's going to get his mania win. Not that it matters in this WrestleMania because it's hardly even a mania. Just WrestleMania name. Uh, I'm picking Otis. That would be the good feel-good win, but I mean, I, I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Who are you picking? I'm picking uh, Dolph Ziggler. All right, now we have another match that I could care less about. Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. I don't know the build to this match. I don't care. I'm picking Alistair Black. Yeah, it's quite obvious Alistair Black's going to win. And this again refers to the uh, love triangle storyline we're going to have going on uh, a little while ago. Just right out the window. No push for Bobby Lashley. No, he's still hanging out with Lana for whatever reason. It's just so dumb. This is thrown together like a raw match. I don't care about it. I hope the Alistair Black, uh, uh, Alistair Black gets to the Black Mass as soon as the match starts and then it ends, personally. Next up, we have another match that we can either... If they put it on the pre-show, I, I wouldn't be surprised. If they scrap the match entirely, I could care less. We have Elias versus King Corbin. Can I say this real quick? King Corbin is so dry and boring. It's not even funny anymore. The whole, oh, I'm the best. I won King of the Ring tournament on TV. Nobody cares, okay? It's just, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. My pick. Oh, I actually don't even think this match is going to go ahead. I think they're going to scrap it because of what happened on uh, SmackDown last week. But if it does go ahead, I'm going Baron right. Corbin. As much as that sucks to say. All right. Now, this, this match, this match right here, has the potential to be interesting. I believe we're getting into the title matches now. Royal Tag Team Championship. 
the Street Profits are defending against Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Austin Theory is in NXT. He's replacing the injured Andrade. With that being said, Austin, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, so the scenario they got themselves in is they're going to have Andrade and um, Angel Garza win the Tag Team Championships. I'm almost sure of it at Mania. So now they're like, do we give the championships to who we thought were going to win, which would be uh, Andrade and Garza, but now it's Austin and Garza. Or do we just hold off and keep them on the Street Profits? There's no story. There's no real, you know, meaning behind this match other than them wanting to get the pointless Raw Tag Team Championships on the WrestleMania card. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good match, I think. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're just going to hold it off, keep it on the Street Profits, and... uh I don't know. Maybe if they give them enough time, it'll be a good match. I'm picking Garza and Austin Theory. Austin Theory went from Evolve to NXT and now the main roster. It says time to shine. Yeah. But I, I do feel bad about Austin Theory, though. His first match on the main roster and people are already blaming him for a botch. Which was Seth Rollins' fault, if you do pay attention. Which is not really any other fault. You know, they're human beings, they mess up. But that's very unfortunate for Austin Theory. I hope he gets over it. We've seen uh, Vince give up on wrestlers for a lot less. I.e. EC3. Mm-hmm. Now for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, it is a ladder match. Which a ladder match would have been way more interesting with a live crowd. Yeah. Now, Miz and Morrison had to pull out because Miz was sick. So it will be the New Day versus the Usos. And if history has taught us anything, the Usos and the New Day with ladders involved, we're bound to see something special. Mm-hmm. Now, Austin, I'm going to steal your thunder here, and I'm going to go That's first. That's perfectly fine with me. All right. Now I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off by asking you a simple question: Have you seen any USO New Day match that you did not no. like? Exactly. Now, you put ladders into the equation. You take two very talented and very good tag teams with ladders. What do you get? You get a masterpiece. And I think this match has the potential to steal a show. Not that that's saying much. And, uh, yeah, that's that's not saying much. But, again, we're looking at the positives here. Not the negatives. Try to stay positive, Austin. <laughs> it's hard in these times, Connor. Uh, I know it's hard. But... I. You know, get off the wrestling train a little bit. There are, there is light at the end of the tunnel. With that being said, <laughs> you want to know who I'm who? picking? Instead of going with the safe prediction, instead of going with the new day, I'm going to throw out my wild card 
deck here and say the Usos. The Usos to win the titles. You know what? I, I agree with you. I think this match is going to be awesome. I do think that Usos have one title reign less than the New Day. I'm pretty sure I'm statistically right for that. So I think the Usos are going to win for that. But also, like I said before, they're going to have title changes for just for the sake of title changes at Mania. So yes, Usos, this is probably going to be the best match on the card. Maybe. I mean, a Mania is not a Mania without title changes. Because I don't think in WWE history there has been a, a WrestleMania where every single title was retained. Now you can fact check me on that. On that, all your wrestling uh, uh, human Wikipedia's out there. Trust me, I know you're out there. I'm not one of you. I'm not calling you guys out, but you guys are more than welcome to fact check me on that. Okay, next up, we this match, this match would be fantastic with the crowd, but we're still getting it and. I want to say something real quick. With there being no crowd at WrestleMania, I think that puts a lot of focus on the in-ring wrestling. Yes. You know what I mean? So, like, we use... I'll use New Japan as an example. We both love New Japan. Yeah. Isn't that right? And the crowd is silent. They clap for spots, but they're silent. And that... You know, they're not hooting and hollering like an American crowd or a UK crowd, you know, the list goes on. They're silent and that focuses more on the in-ring wrestling. And with wrestling being a focus on this WrestleMania, this match has the potential to be match of the night, match of whatever night Mm -hmm. it's on. For the Intercontinental Championship, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Austin, I'll let you go first. Right. So, um, how I would like to see this uh, championship match done, I would have liked um, Sami Zayn to turn on Nakamura for the championship and then have them go at it on at WrestleMania. I thought that would have been awesome. But then they got more members of their stable and it got all weird. And then they had Sami Zayn win it. And. You know, they had nothing to do with him, no direction. I think throwing Daniel Bryan at him was a beautiful choice. I think they're going to kill it, give him uh, 15 to 20 minutes, and they have the possibility to steal the show, just like Usos and New Day. I I do think mm-hmm. that Sami Zayn's going to retain just because um, one of the Bellas, whichever is married to um, Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry, I don't, I can't. Remember which one's which all the time. I think it's Brie. She said that uh, the mm-hmm. both of them are going into a heavy quarantine after WrestleMania zone, and I'm thinking that means that uh, he's not going to be a champion. But also, Sami Zayn just mm-hmm. got the belt. There's so much potential in the Sami Zayn title reign, and I think Vince maybe saw the reaction of Sami Zayn winning as positive. That's been the first positive thing about the uh, the IC title in a long, long time. So, yeah, my pick is Sami Zayn to retain. All right, uh, you made you made valuable points. 
but I'm going to pick the opposite of you. I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan. It's really kind of a coin cost. Next up, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bailey will be defending against Sasha Banks, Naomi, Lacey Evans, and Tamita. And this match is a fatal five-way elimination match. I, I'm going to say it right now. I don't care about this match. I don't like Lacey Evans, and I don't like Tamina. So that being said, Sasha Banks should win the title. Mm. Austin, go ahead. Yeah, I got to say, it wouldn't make very much sense for um, any other person to win. We got Bailey and Sasha Banks, the uh, age-old story, the battle between them two slash friendship. Um, it would have been. It would be awesome if maybe we get the main roster Bailey versus Sasha Banks um, rivalry, but this time instead, it's Bailey as the heel. So what I'm thinking is in this match, maybe Sasha Banks makes it look like she's about to turn on Bailey, but at the last minute doesn't, and then Bailey turns on her kind of. And I, I want to see Bailey retain this, but. Inside the match, I want to have it set up for Sasha versus Bailey, probably at SummerSlam. Or if mm-hmm. we can have the, uh, you know, the lightning hot feud that we all want them to have, maybe to the next Mania. That's a long way away. I want Bailey mm-hmm. to retain this and uh, show some initiative, put some force into her title reign. Because the Bailey title reign so far, <laughs> other than her cashing mm-hmm. in on uh, Charlotte Flair at Money in the Bank, that was cool. Other than that, it's mm-hmm. been dry. Well, so I want to go back to that cash in at Money in the Bank 2019. So Money in the Bank last year. I remember that cash in. And I remember you after texting me. Keep in mind, you just said you like that cash mm-hmm. in. All right, keep keep that in keep that in mind. I remember after after you texting me. I remember after that happened, and you sent me a text and said, "This is the most BS I've probably seen in WWE." Yep. And and now what? Not even a year later, you're taking that back. I just think that's hilarious. Well. You see, the cash-in itself was bad, but now it's gotten so bad that that's actually the greatest thing about her reign. <laughs> I, I agree with you there. Like, Bailey as a heel, it's not working out for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Bailey as a heel? No. No, 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 no. She, I already didn't like her as a face, right? I did not like her as a face, like a baby face. And now you're just making me hate her even more because she's a heel and she's and she doesn't fit that role. It's like remember with the Miz, I don't know how long ago this was. I don't know if this was a year or two ago. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but remember when they took the Miz, a great great talker and made him from a heel to a face. How much sense does that make? It makes it makes zero sense. Like I'm looking around the room I'm in right now, 
and I, I see, I can't find anybody that, that said that, that made sense. Pardon that there's nobody in the room with me, but yeah. you get the point I'm making. So with that being said, I'm picking I picked Sasha Banks, didn't I? I, I my mind went yeah, blank so for did me. WWE creative when they made this match. <laughs> See folks, uh, the thing is, I'm getting off the track, folks. This is what's great about podcasting. You go blank, firsthand, uncut. All right, so um, our next match is for the NXT Women's Championship. This is good that the NXT brand is being showcased on WrestleMania at WrestleMania, quote unquote. Rhea, Lip- Rhea Ripley is defending against Charlotte Flair. Me personally, I don't see the sense in Charlotte Flair winning the title. If Charlotte Flair wins the NXT title, granted, I'm not a big fan of Rhea, Lip- Rhea, Rhea Ripley, excuse me. I will personally take a video of myself bashing my head against the door because that's how ignorant and how stupid. WWE creative is. So with that being said, I am picking Rhea Ripley to retain because it seems like the obvious choice here. Okay, so the position they got themselves in this match though, Connor, is that um, you can either elevate NXT to become, you know, the, the third uh, main roster show, because even though technically that is where they're at now, it doesn't really feel like it. If we were to make Charlotte Flair a champion, but would therefore, um, in Vince's eyes at least, add the star power needed to make it a main roster, sh- uh, main roster show. However, if we were to have Rhea Ripley win the women's uh, or defend the women's championship against Charlotte Flair, that would instantly make Rhea Ripley one a star. It would elevate the NXT Women's Championship itself, and it would slightly elevate NXT, but not to as great of an amount as uh, Charlotte winning. And so what we're really seeing is whether or not WWE is pulling the trigger on um, Rhea Ripley or NXT as a whole. I, For me, again, it is like a coin toss. So I think last time I said coin cost. So, I mean, forgive me for that. But... uh yeah, <laughs> you just went right over it. We're we're all we're we're all in that state of mind right now. Like to be completely honest with you, I don't even know what what day of the week it is. It is just it's just the state yeah. that we're in. Like I'm going to be honest today. Like when I woke up, great, you know, I have I've been waking up about eleven thirty noon. I woke up today and I thought WrestleMania was today because I woke up and you and probably I today groaned about it too, didn't you? And, I, and then I, I, you know, my my phone's on the floor. I roll over, look at the phone, check the time, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Friday." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but man, where? Yeah, but like I was saying, it's basically a coin toss to see whoever. Wins this match, so for me, I'm going to answer with my heart. Rhea Ripley, all the way. She should win. 
I love her um, in-ring work, her character, her aesthetic. Uh, the Riptide is pretty cool. I loved it when she won the title. I want to see her walk out with the title. It would make her as a character. That's the side I'm going for. Okay. But remember what I said about if Charlotte Flair wins the title? Mm-hmm. I will personally, you got to hold me to this. I mean, whatever day of the week, whatever day this match is on, you, you, if Charlotte Flair wins the title, I want you to send me a message right after. Say, hey, send, you know, um, remember what you said about banging your whore? Your, that came out yeah. completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> gonna, oh, man. I did not mean to say that. I meant to say door. Banging my head against the door. <laughs> You got to hold me accountable to that. Oh, well, I mean, if that's what you want your next podcast episode to be, me talking, me covering the match oh, and just send you banging your head against the door. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, man. Podcasting, folks, great. But when you say stuff, you got to backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch is defending against Shanna Baszler. Uh, to me, would you like to go first before I go? Or should, should I continue? I'll go second this time. All right. Uh, to me, this is a no-brainer, no explanation needed, Shanna oh. Baszler. Okay. Um. Yeah, this is uh, desperately needed for the Becky Lynch character right now. She des she desperately needs to lose this. Her man character it was amazing when it first started out, kind of pattered along, but it got the revival it needed at WrestleMania, and then it kind of pattered away. Nothing big's happened. She's still holding on to the title. She needs the loss to um, push forward her character a little bit, and also. You're not going to ruin an entire Elimination Chamber match for Shayna Baszler just have her lose, are you? And could you imagine Shayna Baszler gets called up to the main roster to go to WrestleMania and lose? No. No. She's going to come back. Maybe it's with the help of Ronda Rousey. Maybe it's not. She's going to win the Raw uh, women's title, and it's going to elevate the title, and it's going to elevate Raw. What I can say is, though, is that um, they have not been building Shayna Baszler like the badass she is. It has been corny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um. I you took the words mm-hmm. out of my mouth. You know. Um. I got nothing else to say. Next up, we have uh, Edge versus Randy Orton in a last man standing match. The Edge promo on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I believe it was a couple weeks ago. Did you see oh, that promo? Oh, boy, did I. Oh, man. The intensity that Edge has to cut promos is just, mm, this is great. That that promo reminded me of the promo. I don't, I don't exactly remember which promo it was, but it was the promo that uh, Cody Cody Rhodes cut on uh, MJF before uh, Full Gear, I believe. 
And I think it was because he was standing in the ring with Tony Schiavone and just butchered MJF. Oh, that was just pure gold. But going back to WrestleMania, uh, last man standing match, the correct choice should be for Edge to win. Uh, Granted, I don't know if you remember, but I used to be a huge Randy Orton fan. Oh, I do. I don't know if you remember that. But now it's like Randy Orton just kind of like he was there for me. And then he just kind of slithered away like a snake, you know, pun intended. He like slithered away. And uh, like he's, he's just there now. So with, with that being said, mm-hmm. I'm picking Edge. Well, the uh, the downside to no um, crowd is pretty obvious. One, I mean, there's there's no crowd yeah. noise. You can hear the wrestlers calling their moves. It's it's just super awkward to watch. But um, I do think one good aspect to having no crowd is the promos. The promos have been incredible, from Taker to Edge to Orton. Uh, Oh, yeah, man. Bray Bray Wyatt, Wyatt, John Cena promo on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great promos. And before we had no crowd, there was an awesome build to this with the concerto uh, spot being used, the RKO on uh, Beth Phoenix. And that was awesome. Oh, dude. Watching the Royal Rumble live this year with. I oh, my screamed when he came out. And then the next night on Raw to see that happen. This is how you build a Mania match. Every match should be built. Um, not yeah, not like, like this, this one, one like the structure, but with this much but, effort. Okay, I, I get where you're going. Yes. I get where you're going. But, like, it's, I don't know. For some reason, when the when the creative team, you know, when when Fix McMahon has an idea, it's like he's a genius. Mm-hmm. But when he doesn't have an idea, it's like he's a five year old kid throwing those uh, those gel uh, like dinosaur things where mm-hmm. you put them on a window and they stick. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It, it, it's you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to leave so, it at that. Um, every Mania match should have months of preparation. This one does. The only other match I can say that kind of has that was Drew versus Brock, but that's not that hasn't been very personal. It's just Drew won the Rumble. And Cena versus... Um, I was about to say Cena versus John. Uh, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt, but you know, that was from years ago, and they just kind of tacked that on in a, like a promo. Well, there, well, mm-hmm. and that, and that leads us into our next match John Cena versus The Fiend in a Firefly Funhouse match. I'm very, very interested to see how they pulled this off. And with that being said, it's a Firefly Funhouse match. So, like, Bray's element, 
you know what? I'll get into that later. I don't exactly remember Austin when you when you started watching uh, wrestling. I again started watching with me the night after Money in the Bank 2017. Okay, so I believe it was the pay per view after WrestleMania yes. 33. It, it, it was called Payback. I don't know if you went back and watched this match or not, but it was a house oh, of Oh, yeah, I watched match. it. <laughs> I had to have watched it. And, and, like, the only thing I remember is Bray Wyatt throwing a fridge on Randy Orton and, and looking back at it now because... Back in 2017, so what was that like three mm-hmm. years ago, four years ago? I I remember watching that match and loving every second of it. But now, if I were to go back and watch it, it would just be like like my spine would like tingle out of just how cringy it is. Like you know how a cat yeah. does when they're mad at you. Their back kind of arches, or yeah. Mr. Burns from The Simpsons, like something like that. And when that match was when that match was filmed, I, I could like now I could picture Vince McMahon being Mr. Burns, like doing the Mr. Burns like finger thing, like tapping his fingers, going excellent, yeah. excellent. You know, like. If you if you got that Simpsons reference, you're amazing, and I love you. But if you didn't get that reference, you've been lo- living under a rock. Sorry, that was my yeah. that was my little spiel. Right. So. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I forgot to make my prediction. Firefly Funhouse, Bray Wyatt's element. Put two and two together. You All got right, my well, pick. Like I was Bray Wyatt. About, um, Edge versus Orton. Um. Yeah, every match should have months of preparation. And this match doesn't have months mm-hmm. of preparation exactly, but they're building off um, what was already there from, what, five, six years ago? Uh, yes, because I believe that was around the time, correct me if I'm wrong, that rated RKO broke up. Well, no, that was that was like uh, you know, a the tag time team. ago. I'm talking about um, Mania 30, where John Cena beat Bray Wyatt. Oh, oh, okay. You said you said Edge and Randy Orton, and that my mind yeah, just went but like straight saying, to that. Cena versus Bray Wyatt doesn't have months of preparation like Randy and Edge do, but they have the WrestleMania 30 match, the pinnacle of Bray Wyatt, where he should have won. And John Cena sent him on his downward spiral to WrestleMania 31, where he lost to Undertaker. Uh, WrestleMania 32, don't even think he was on the card. (laughs) Right before 33, he just won the WWE title and had the lamest match at 33 and lost against Randy Orton. I thought that match was pretty good at the time. Like, hey, hey, you you can't hate on me. Okay, like 2017 Connor as a wrestling fan, that's when I didn't expand my horizons. I was WWE or nothing. 
And I liked that match. And I cheered when that happened. And then all the BS with Jinder Mahal happened after that, which is a whole nother podcast. But yeah, so you get the um, picture. The Fiend character has been built around rebuilding himself after being broken by WWE creative. And who sent him on that downward spiral? <laughs> John Cena. So this match is just <laughs> wonderful. And I think this match and uh, Edge versus Orton are going to stand out amongst every other match because of that. This match, um, there's <laughs> only one right logical answer. You could do the Vince McMahon route, have Cena win. But I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You have to have Bray Wyatt win. And also, I want to say, this match is going to do wonders now that um, they can, uh, quote-unquote, put some Hollywood feel into it, make it like a movie because they're recording it instead of it being live. So, yeah, this match should be awesome. Should have Wyatt win. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I agree with you. And if they go WWE route, have seen a win. I can see right now when all this is over in the world, I could see WWE fans right outside uh, Titan Towers with pitchforks and torches. Like, why did Cena beat the Fiend? Why did Cena beat the Fiend? You know, it's like Cena RVD back in 2005, I believe. To just completely destroy the memory of Goldberg beating Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And also, that reminds the me, there was a theory that they had Goldberg beat The Fiend so that John Cena can do it without getting so much backlash at Mania. That would just kill me inside if they did that. But yeah, my pick is The Fiend. Also, I didn't get my pick for uh, Edge versus Orton, so I'm going to say it's Edge. Alright. Next up, we have your guy. You know what? This match involves your favorite of all time, so I'm just going to let you go ahead and introduce right. the next so match. so I already know what you're talking about. AJ Styles versus The Undertaker, mm-hmm. man. And let me... It's a and bone yard what's the match. stipulation? <laughs> oh, man. Now, now, uh, Sorry to cut you off there, but before you before you go ahead and move in, I'm interested to see if this is like a buried alive match concept. Because that will be very, very interesting to see. We got the American Badass Undertaker. Well, somewhat, somewhat of the biker undertaker. Uh but it will be it will be interesting to see. So go ahead. Right, so I'm gonna Continue. I'm gonna start this out with saying um The Undertaker, my favorite of all time. AJ Styles, my favorite current wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I was I had actually planned, uh, as you know as Connor, to go to WrestleMania thirty six. Mm-hmm. I had the tickets and everything and they mm-hmm. canceled and that is that sucks. I actually have the uh, jacket that says WrestleMania thirty six, April fifth at Tampa Bay, which is completely useless now. But I was just getting so hyped because this match is built for me, you know. This is 
the ultimate match I wanted to see. And we got a boneyard mm-hmm. match, which I'm really thinking is just going to be a buried alive match, but maybe they didn't want to call it buried alive match because of the current epidemic. Um, think mm-hmm. about all the crazy, weird stuff that that the Undertaker has done over the years. We get crazier in this match because it's recorded. Start adding weird special effects, everything. I'm not saying that would be good, but I'm just saying it is an option. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be great because they could do multiple takes of moves. Undertaker can have a few tries to get some of his moves look right. You know what I mean? Um, and and what? The, uh, go ahead. I'll, say, I'll let you finish. AJ Styles isn't going to look bad from this loss, so he's probably going to take it. And they need uh, they need, unfortunately they need Undertaker for their future Saudi shows. So um, yeah, give give Taker the win, I guess. Now. You pretty much said what I wanted to say. I'm picking Undertaker. What would have been cool is if they went back, if they had time and went back and filmed a different ending to every single match. So that way, because they've done a very good job of keeping spoilers away. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Right? So my guess is if instead of having one ending, why don't you film two endings to a match? And that way, if spoilers for one ending gets leaked, then you can do the alternate ending, which in my mind, that would have been genius. And and they come out I'll, and I'll AJ you, Styles win, but if you want the ending where Undertaker wins, you got to pay for it. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's a stupid. Nah. I was joking. <laughs> nah. 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 Nah, I was, nah. I was just kidding. No, 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 but, but I know we're getting off topic here, like we do. Like for some reason, we get off topic every single time we record an episode. Wouldn't together. have it any other way. Like, wouldn't have it any other way. That's right. Um, uh, I believe Fight TV and WWE have the full package for a pay per view price get it of sixty dollars. WWE Network. For $9.99. Look, I just got this notification on my phone. It says, hey, come to Fight TV and order WWE WrestleMania for uh, $60. No, why would I do that? I feel... I... What, 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 what did you tell me when when I sent you I that? I said, I feel, I feel the, bad the for the sorry bastard that's going to be tricked into paying sixty dollars to watch Mania this year. And that's why they that's why they did it too. Especially if it's Yep. Sorry, Saps. Yep. Also, getting uh, on topic uh, on this taker match all right. is gonna be interesting to see his gimmick because so far it looks like biker taker, but they might do cuts, mm-hmm. they might do weird magic stuff. Might be dead man taker. It might be all gimmicks of Undertaker. It's going to be weird, and I'm kind of excited for it, to be honest. I know it's going to be weird, but I don't like... Like, the Matt Hardy teleporting thing on Dynamite, that was that was cool. But, like, when it, when it gets to the point where you're getting a bunch of magic stuff, I don't want that. 
Like, I get it that the match is supposed to be weird, but at the end of the day, I just want my wrestling. I don't want magic fantasy. I like it as long as you're self As long as you're also kind of making fun of the fact that he's teleporting, it's fine by me, you know? A little tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, next up for the WWE Championship Brock Lesnar versus will be defending against Drew McIntyre. Easy pick here, Drew McIntyre. But I don't know. It might save that for SummerSlam because there's no fans. And it wouldn't surprise me if Brock That's Lesnar my won. That's my exact thought. I, I popped when Edge came out to the Rumble. I screamed when Drew McIntyre won the Rumble. He got Brock out and it left me speechless and then he won the whole thing. I've been saying since his NXT debut, or maybe not. I, I don't think I've been watching that long. But since his Raw debut, he should 100% be the world champion. And then when he won the Rumble and all the fans were behind him, it was just incredible. So now we're at, do we have Drew lose at Mania and have him continue on to SummerSlam where he's going to get his big pop for working so hard and winning the title? Mm-hmm. Or do we have Drew win it for nobody mm-hmm. in the crowd? Um, well, well, that also goes into play yeah. the double ending scenario. Um, so go ahead. Who's your pick? Well, I would want a, uh, a no finish. As in like just Drew beats the crap out of him until the ref has to stop it. But this is no doubt going to be the main event. You cannot end WrestleMania that way. Yeah. Uh, well, from what I'm hearing, two nights of WrestleMania, one main might main event to Saturday, and one might main event. So uh, Sunday. Speaking with my Never heart know. here, gonna have to say, I want Brock to win because I want that pop for when Drew wins. Okay, now everybody knows this, but if you're not, but if you're a normal person and watch SmackDown on a weekly basis, I have to say spoiler warning, Austin. If you probably already know this, but this next match includes a spoiler. You probably already know this by now. For the Universal Championship, Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. I and people people out there on the internet you can't can't blame me for saying I didn't warn you. But um go ahead. I want to keep this uh short just like this match is going to be. Um Goldberg wasn't the original plan to put it on Braun. I really want them to put it on Braun, but they're not going to. I don't think this has been built up for Braun in any way. They're going to hold it on Goldberg so they can have their spear versus spear match at SummerSlam. The end. Goldberg's going to walk away again, and I hate him. Not as a person, as a character. The end. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I <laughs> probably shouldn't have let you go first, because that would have been a perfect note to end the podcast on. 
Um, but with that being said, the time for Braun Strowman to win titles was WrestleMania 34. And that was your first mm-hmm. ever WrestleMania, and you probably <laughs> cried. With Nicholas. When he won the Raw Tag Team Championship. No, no, no. I really oh, cried no. Like, got broken. Oh, man. See, you know, I, I'm picking Goldberg. And then they're going to continue this Goldberg-Roman Reigns thing. Yeah. At SummerSlam. Absolutely. That's Done. In the story. All right. Well, Austin, before we uh, end this week's episode, you got any final thoughts, final rants, or final Yeah, we put more effort into this podcast than WWE did for WrestleMania this year. Or at least yep. it feels like it. Yep. That's, I know there's uh, a lot of hard workers behind the. Uh, Behind the curtain, but I'm just going to say it. This is lackluster at best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just thrown together. And, and I get it, given the circumstances. They're working with what, what they have available to them. But with that being said... You know what? I really well, got nothing else to say. Mania is tomorrow so, and the next day. Austin? And, well, we don't got anything to say except for uh, when it happens. So, uh, if you've listened this far, thank you. I No, I was just going to say, I know it's, uh, it's a sorry. long podcast. Go I ahead. know. And talking about this topic, which is at this point mm-hmm. seems so bland. Um, I know I've been a bit negative. I'm sorry for that, but uh, yeah, thanks for uh, supporting the uh, Connor News Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, Austin. And uh, folks, thank you for listening. You can find us both on social media. Uh, Austin, what's your? I don't your even remember. There? I I was just gonna say I don't I don't need your follows, but uh, thank you for looking me up. Austin Stroop. I believe I believe her Twitter. Go ahead. I think it's like at Austin Stroop Velocis or something. Well, anyways, guys, I will find it and I will link it in the podcast notes along with mine. And you can follow me at Connor underscore 12. That is capital K-O-N-O-R underscore 12. And guys, we're going to end, finally end, this week's episode with our signature